What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the opening pairs. Tonight, we preview UFC 263 all the way from Arizona in America, but also available on BT Sport this weekend if you're decided upon. I am joined once again by Mr. Kyle Gavin. You must be very, very excited for what is to come this weekend, but ultimately breaking down what we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, yeah, very, very excited. It's nice to be back talking about UFC. We've taken a little bit of a break, but... Yeah, super, super card, uh, stacked from top to bottom. Lots of sneaky good fights as well, but some big names on there also. But yeah, can't wait to get stuck in. It's going to be a great card. Listen, there's two title fights, there's three five-rounders. We'll get to that. But there's a whole load more, as you say, a few sneaky ones in between. Where do you want to kick us off tonight, Kyle? Yeah, I just sort of said, I was looking down through the card earlier today, and there's a few names jumping out at me. Drew uh, Dober's on this card, coming off a very, very bad loss to Islam Makhchev. He's in against uh, Brad Riddell. This fight's going to be violence. Absolute <laughs> violence. Um, Brad Riddell's had a bit of an unlucky run recently with COVID pullouts and stuff like that. Obviously, he trains with uh, Israel Adesanya, the headliner from the uh, City Kickboxing Gym. You know, like he's cornered these guys as well. And as I said, Dober coming off a very bad loss. So two guys really scrapping... For the contention in in a very deep uh, one fifty five pound division. To be fair, though, like yes, he's coming across, he's coming off that loss, but like Islam has turned himself into like a sneaky, sneaky little kind of good fighter. Nobody wants to seemingly take him on. Is kind of where we're coming at. So like you know, there, there's something in, in that as well that we need to kind of like point out. I think yeah, listen, it's they. They've been putting on these kind of like pure violence uh, fights now for a while. I remember the Shane Borgos uh, oh, yeah. fight from uh, 263 kind of comes to, or 262, my apologies, come to mind. Yeah. Uh, where do you think this fight ultimately is won and lost? Yeah, it's a tough one. As I said, look, it's going to be absolutely another violence. Two, the two guys uh, don't take a backward step. Um, for me, I just think Dover has a little bit more about him. I know, as you said, you're right to say that he's coming off that bad loss with Max Shev is going to do that to a lot more people than just him. Uh, Brad Riddell relies on his toughness an awful lot. Um, and I just think, for me, Dober just has a little bit more nouse to him. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to lean towards Dober to just take it, but a very, very good fight lined up, though. Yeah, listen, it's one of these that kind of you the wet your lips almost, you know, they really kind of get you into the night is what I find with yeah, these sort yeah. of like sneaky good cards kind of halfway yeah. up the uh, halfway up the kind of the rank. I think um, Joanne Calderwood is someone who I kind of want yeah. to talk about. She was on the pay-per-view end of things of USC 257 at the start of the year. And this yeah. kind of fight with Lauren Murphy to me feels almost like a shootout for the next number one contender. Oh, it most definitely is. It definitely is. Uh, Lauren Murphy has been on a roll the last two years or so and just can't seem to get that title shot. Uh, Calderwood, the same. She actually did have a title shot lined up and all. Lost a bit of patience, took a fight against Jennifer Maya, lost. Um, and she's kind of had to build herself, but not really very far back. But she got a win against Jessica I, 257. Um, and yeah, definitely, yeah, it is. The winner of this has to fight the machine that is Valentina Shevchenko. Another lamb for the slaughter, perhaps. Oh, but yeah. listen, I, I, I think, listen, the 
I, from my own opinion, I'd like to see a little bit more out of Joanne this fight. I thought that she was good against Jessica, but I think that the, she held back a little bit. She kind of just played the moment, which is fine. But I think against Lauren Murphy, you're going to need a little bit more. She's going to have to up it a little bit more. Um, I think we're going to get a lot out of Lauren this weekend, and I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see her take the W personally. Yeah, that's that's what I'd be leaning towards as well, if I'm being honest. Um Calderwood is as tough as 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 could be. Like she's from Scotland, you know, has that grit about her and, and never see die attitude, but Murphy just seems to be on a roll. Um you know, also the same same sort of grit and toughness, but yeah, I think I think for me anyway, I'd I'd be leaning Murphy to take the decision. Awesome. Listen, will we get into the main card? There's one other slight uh, quick mention oh. to a fight here. Um, it's it's actually, there's three rematches on this card. Uh, and the other one, it's going to probably go under the radar, but it's Eric Anders and Darren Stewart. Uh, this okay. is this this thing was absolute carnage of a round, round and a bit. They were actually on the Leon Edwards um, Bilal Muhammad card. And okay. Un- unfortunately, there was like a... a an illegal blow from Anders near the, I think it was like a minute ago in the first round, but literally Stewart almost had Anders finished. Then he made a miraculous recovery, came back. Anders had the fight in his hands, landing an illegal knee and we're back here. So yeah, I just think another one just to kind of get things kicked off. If you're looking for a quick fight, I don't see it going beyond three rounds and, I just think it's suspicion that Eric Anders is going to take it. But yeah, just have to get that one in there. No, no, that, listen, that, that's what you're here for. You're the man on the inside. You, you know yeah. this stuff better than I do. But I think, listen, it, it's a great kind of prelim card, kind of get wet, wet your appetite, as we've been saying, for the pay-per-view end of things. Kicking us off, I believe it is Craig versus Hall. Hall is an 8-0 fighter. He's undefeated. Paul Craig is kind of as hard as they come almost. Yeah. This should be this should be pretty tasty. Kind of two different styles though, almost, aren't they? Yeah, it's very much like Craig, as you said, yeah, he's tough as they come. He's coming off a great win against uh Shogun Rua. Um they fought to a draw and then a rematch again, and he got a, he got an excellent win. Hall Hall's a bit of um he's a bit of an X factor in the division because 205, as we know, isn't exactly the deepest. Um, no, it's not. It's not, no. And, and and clearly the UFC fancy him here because it's a bit of a showcase opportunity for him against someone with a, a decent ranking at 14. I, you know me in rankings, but for the sake <laughs> of what we're doing here... Um, but no, he's. But I do, he's, I do think that the, I think that the rankings do have to kind of frame the context of where yeah, the fights are yeah. at as well. They, you know, they do, yes, yeah. they're not the be, they're not the be on then though. We know that, but it does help yeah. to kind of like frame does, where yeah. a guy is in the pecking order and where a guy could potentially go with a W against him. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, and to be fair, like Craig has earned his way up, you know, through through the UFC. He's he's, he's there since 2016 now, so he's got 10, 11 fights. Um, and he's he's up he's up uh, on, on on his record, um, but yeah, as I say though, Jamal Hall, very very fighting exciting striker, um, big prospect for the two hundred five division. I was trying to think earlier um, to pick someone to go. I might let you dip in and kind of give me give me something, and I, I, I'll hold back on my decision. I think it's it's hard to know how to take the kind of the Shogun win because like yeah. he's not the same as what he was. 
you know, but I don't think he's like, um, I think he's past being a gatekeeper for the next generation. So I don't know how good that kind of like win is, if you know where I'm kind of coming from. Yeah. I think yeah. that they, it's almost kind of, it's a little bit like Anthony Smith and Jimmy Crute a little bit from a yeah, few weeks ago yeah. almost. Yeah, it's yeah. it's that kind of like feeling yeah. where it's the, the up and comer versus the guy who's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, it all depends on whether the, the nerves get to Hall potentially. Like, big, big crowd. Will he face something like this? Does that affect him? You know, he's still very early on in his career. Yeah. I think, listen, it probably goes three rounds, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it go either way, personally. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, it's funny you mentioned that uh, um, the Anthony Smith fight. It was actually the very thing I was thinking of myself, to be honest. It has that same slot in the card as well. It's that, yeah. you know, all eyes are on. Everyone's going to tune in straight away to get to get onto the card. And, um, yeah, I just I have a sneaky suspicion for Hall. I'm sorry, Hill, sorry. He's he's 7-0 oh, on a bit of a tear. I, 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 I just see him. He, he kind of reminds me, and maybe it's, Probably too high of a statement to make me sort of reminds you of John Jones in a way that you can just okay. pull out something, you know, that kind of just out of the out of left field spinning elbow or something and just yeah end it. So there's I, a I just, finish I, somewhere in him. There's something yeah, just I'm just leaning towards it that spinning elbow out of nowhere and just destroys Craig. Fair enough. What's next on the card as we as we pivot and move towards the main event? Yeah, it's yes. Yeah, so this, this is an interesting one into Damian Maya and Balan Muhammad. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's 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 it's. And actually, you know what? I'm delighted for Balan Muhammad. He he'd finally gotten his big name fight against Leon. Obviously, the eye poke, very very disgustingly bad eye poke, ruined that opportunity for him. Leon kind of just. <laughs> pied him off after that like as if he won um and obviously moved on we we'll talk with him a little bit later but you know it's it's a it's a huge huge opportunity now for Bilal against probably Damien Maya's last fight okay it's hard so, to know I think listen but mm. Bilal's a guy who it what happened obviously against Edwards is not something that you want to see. Do you know that that's not kind of what you, where you want kind of fights to end. Um, I think for Damien Maya, like his best days are probably behind him, but yeah, these yeah. guys are still dangerous on their night. And it's just a matter of, I think, for in my opinion, from a Maya point of view, is how far gone past his prime is he? Because we've seen guys like Tyron Woodley now who's kind of left the UFC. He's gone a different avenue and direction with his career. But like he he lost his last four and he didn't really like he didn't he didn't throw anything in any of them. So like no. you don't want to see it get to that stage for these guys. So I just yeah. wonder like how far near the end is Maya? Because Balal is going to come into this quite hungry, wanting a W. Yeah, no, definitely. Um for me, I I, I just think this is Maya's last hurrah on a good card, you know, it's a nice, nice spot for him. Again, it's sort of like the, the Kingmaker uh, fight for Balal in a way. Like I was thinking of it earlier, Bilal is a, he's a much better striker than than Maya. But to me, he's sort of like that the younger version of Maya, if, if that makes sense. Um, right. Do you know, like obviously, you know, I'm not exactly matching their skills up precisely, but you know, it's that same type of character. Very nice guy. You know, doesn't really talk trash, what have you. Um, yeah, I just I just think for me, I think I think Maya, his one foot out the door. He's talked about retirement quite a bit. 
you know, he's well into his, he's into his forties now. So, yeah, I just I just think it's set up for it's set up for Bilal Muhammad. Uh, he's on like a five six fight win streak. So yeah, I just think it's set up for Bilal. But it's an, it's a good fight though. It's a good fight. It's again, it's one of these things as we're saying, as you're kind of building towards these five round fighters, your main events of the evening, these still kind of they creep in and they just help just kind of raise the atmosphere that little bit, yeah. help the crowd get settled, you know. Get, you know, there could be a tasty finish in between. But I think, listen, I, I agree completely with everything that you're saying. I, I would be in the Bilal camp on this one as well. I think he's going to take it somehow. Mm. Does it go three rounds? Possibly not. Um, I I, but just, I think, but I, I, I just, just, just when you are saying, of, 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 you know, sometimes I have the bad habit of I'd underestimate a, a veteran, we call him. I'm just looking at a list of fighters that Damien Maya has fought. He's fought Usman, Weidman, Woodley, Masvidal, Colby, your boy, Chael Sonnen, Anderson Silva, and Ben Askren. Like, it's a who's who. It's not yeah. a who's who. Um, but I was but if you're around. If you're around long enough, though, yeah, yeah, they're true, the fights you get as well. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I was looking at to see him put on an absolute jiu-jitsu masterclass against Gunnar Nelson at uh, UFC 194. It was absolutely just domination from beginning to end. And if it does go to the ground, there, Damian Maya is in the top five percent in the world on the mat. I don't see it going to the ground. I see Bilal gradually breaking and breaking and breaking and maybe getting a late finish I, I think but if it does go to the ground don't be surprised to see Damian Maya getting his hand raised that's fair enough listen I think we, let's take a second before we get into these three five rounders and just once again um, for everybody watching please like subscribe to the channel leave a comment after the video has done let us know how you think these fights are going to go but listen let's talk with the six men on screen companies. We're, we're in great company tonight with these guys uh, start outside in Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz, a non-title fight that's five rounds. This history. is just the first time history. this is, this is first time this is ever happening. I have lots of things to say about this. <laughs> right. So, um, this fight, I don't understand why it was moved to this card. I know Nate for I think they, I think it's actually the first time Nate's pulled out with an injury. I could be wrong on that, but I'm, I'm almost certain that it is his first time to pull out of a fight. It, it, it was meant to be on two sixty two. Yeah. So that was what uh, four weeks away, sort of four weeks ago, max. We say roughly. Give or take. There's yeah. a massive, massive fight card next month. Why, oh why, would you not put this fight as the co-main event to the McGregor Dustin Boye fight? Can you imagine the fireworks <laughs> of Nate Diaz, <laughs> Connor, and Dustin, who all of history together? I and then obviously, thought, and, then and then obviously, and then. Looking yeah. for his slice of the pie. You have, you have Leon, I, you have Leon, and you have Wonderboy, and you have uh, Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns. Do you know, like so? But look, it's here. So look, I'm going to let you take the lead here because I think you have a lot of things to say about Nate Diaz. I listen. I I like both of these guys. I like Diaz a little bit more. I think this guy, yeah. you know, he he is a needle pusher now. He wasn't ah, yeah. before. Um, yeah. I think that. Leon is at an interesting position in his career. He's been out for so long, and then he's back, yeah. and then the unfortunate thing with Bilal. Then, yeah. you know, we're hearing now that that uh, Colby's going to get the next shot against Usman, so then this, if Leon with a W, does he wait again? It, it's yeah, just you kind of feel I'll like, it, when is my time? 
I'll put it to you this way. If Nate Diaz wins Saturday night, he's fighting for the belt. He's getting yes. it. Yes. A hundred percent. He's fighting for that belt. He is, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that there's, there's something to this where, like, win or lose, either lad is fighting either Usman or Masvidal next. There's almost that sort of feeling about it. Like, if Nate loses, then the BMF rematch is there straight away. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And I think the, the, B, the BMF... Exactly. Well, we'll yeah. see how 264 yeah, goes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the first time we've seen Nate now since the BMF. Am I right it in is, saying yeah. that? It is, yeah, it is. So, I, uh, listen, I, I will say Leon looks great. Like, in the bits that have kind of we've seen surfaced in the last kind of couple of weeks, he does look great. Nate, yeah. Nate always feels like he really doesn't give a fuck sometimes. Um, and then he just rocks in and just lights the world on fire. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, there's so <laughs> many different ways. Those, to, yeah. How does the yeah. fight go? Like, I, yeah. cause you could say four different ways, definitely, off the top of the head. I can't see Nate Diaz winning. I, okay. I, I just, I, I don't see how he does it because uh, Leon's a better striker. He's a better grappler. He's just an arm better fighter. He just is. Like, okay. Nate relies on his toughness far, far too much. And as, as we've always said, and I always say, there's only so far that that can get you. Um, look, uh, don't get me wrong. I love watching the Diaz's fight. I love watching it. talk about Nick coming back as well. And, you know, absolutely, they're heroes in the MMA sphere. And as you say, Nate just doesn't give a beep. Um, but Leon Edwards is just a different animal. You know, the funny thing is about this fight is both fighters... Their last win was 2019. Like it's yeah. it's 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 crazy when you think of it that way. But I just think like obviously the the, the last fight for for uh, Leon is a bit of an asterisk beside it. We won't talk about that so much. We you know it is what it is. But he looked very good in that first round. But he's on an eight fight win streak. Nate Diaz, yeah. Nate Diaz uh, is is what two and one or something in his last three fights. Like he's 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 two he's one down one up two down. Um. And I just think Leon just is laser focused on getting back to that rematch with Usman. Like Usman has a win over him, and he's he, he's mentioned him in, in many many interviews that he's the guy he wants to fight. As we said, look, if, if Nate does win somehow, he probably does, he will get he's getting the fight. Yeah, he is getting the fight. But Diaz is the type of fighter that records. He doesn't really care. Like, he could go out no. Saturday night get absolutely beaten from pillar to post for five rounds and then say i won that fight bitch like you know <laughs> he just doesn't you know what i mean he's like oh he, he tried to take me down you know so i just i just i don't see how nate wins because he just doesn't have that knockout power and that's the only way i could see him potentially winning maybe if he gets to the ground and gets a, a submission off like he's an, an extremely good jiu-jitsu player but i just leon for me is just World, world class. Is is there a fear though with Leon? And I'm going to kind of take this a different way. That Leon has been so maybe like he's got all this kind of like vent up frustration about how like things have gone. That like he wants to put on a big, big, big performance. He wants to put himself that to the front of the queue. Does he maybe like unload in that first kind of two to three rounds, and then maybe gets tired, and then the whole kind of Nate's toughness heads up, and then he fires back much the same in the kind of the Connor fight, how Nate kind of came back into it. Um. I think that's maybe a way that Nate can win it. I don't know if he like wins it straight up from the first or the yeah. second round. I think it has to go deep potentially. Yeah. yeah um yeah. 
but uh, is there anything do you think to what I'm saying there about Leon wanting no, to yeah, too much yeah, of a show? I, I, I know I get I get what you're coming from. It's an it's a, it's a it's an interesting point. Um, I don't because the the team team renegade where where Leon trains out of in Birmingham, his, his brother is is an, he's a Bellator fighter, trains with him. Um, Joy Herbert. There's a few guys in that team that are absolute killers. So, you know. It is it, it it potentially is a factor. I, I don't personally see it playing a role because Leon Leon we've seen him even in that first fight with Bilal. He was out of the out of the cage for whatever two years and he just looks so so smooth. Um yeah. you know, he ha he he knows he's he's a veteran now, as is Nate, obviously, but he knows the Diaz toughness. Everyone does. And yeah, I do take your point that if he could get a stoppage over Diaz, it'd absolutely be unbelievable because uh, aside from Mazudal on the technicality, I suppose, but it was savage. Yeah. No one's really done that. But any sort of any form of a win for Leon in particular, and especially over Nate Diaz, is just perfect for him. Um, and I just think with the the, the the coaching team behind him and 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 the trainer partners and what have you, I just I don't think so. But maybe, maybe, maybe the the, the spotlight gets to him, but I'd be very, very surprised. Do you think that if he wins on Saturday, it's his biggest win of his career? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, it's hard to say it's not. Like, he has a win over Gunnar Nelson, and he's got a win over Donald Cerrone, who at the time when he was at 170, you know, was was what not the cowboy that we see now that's basically retired. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you'd have to say you'd have to say that it would be. Yeah, like he's got a win over RDA as well. Um, but yeah, I suppose just for name recognition, it would be. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it's. I think either way, it's going to be a hell of a fight. And I think yeah. the fact that they have given this the five rounds means that they're expecting something that's, special that's, from the two lads. That's the Diaz factor. Like that's the absolute Diaz factor. Yeah. So listen, let's give a prediction. I presume you're going Leon. I'm going to go Leon by decision. Yeah, I'll have to go by decision. I just think that, that Diaz toughness is just still there. But what about yourself? I'm going to hold out. I think I'm talking myself more so into an eight fight. Really? Into, an, into an eight oh. win. I think so. I I don't know. Very I just, interesting. Just, I, <sighs> spice things up. It would spice things up massively for the year ahead. I think that... Yeah, I, I think that um, I don't even know how to kind of put this in words. This is the strange thing. I think that yeah. there is something to Nate that you can't help but always have that thing in the back of your head that tonight's the night with him. And I think that there is more to him than the toughness. I just think that the toughness thing always seems to be like the first thing we speak about at times. But like mm. there is a lot of like layers of quality in the guy as well and that's not taking anything away from Leon like I just want to just put that to one side yeah, also yeah, yeah. but I think that you know Nate could come into this like and I think I think there's more on Leon's shoulders than there is on Nate Nate will rock in and he'll be yeah, well, yeah, yeah, matter, yeah. And, yeah and he'll just he'll cruise in and he'll cruise out and he'll do Nate things and I yeah. think that there's a bit that I think Leon is going to be a little bit wound up not like hugely, but I think there'll be like a two percent in them that like will want this a lot more than Nate will want it, and I think that could play to Nate's strengths, and that's why yeah. I think Nate might get the W. 
not a very technical I'm not, not a very no, technical no, no, reason. No, 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 to be fair, no, it's a good, it's a good way of looking. That's why I asked you, um, because it is, it's a good. I, I probably go too technically into it, like, and and you know, as we said numerous, numerous times, at, at the end of the day, it is, it is two men fighting each other. So psychology plays a massive, massive role, and literally, there is no one that is more bulletproof in the mind than the Diaz's. Like they are absolutely, you know, they play the stupid guy role very very yeah. well but they're they're the, they're the clever guy in the corner really you know and they're fooling everybody um yeah look and as i said i did say earlier that that nate does rely rely on his toughness but like there is a lot more obviously to the guy like you know he his card was fantastic because jiu-jitsu was amazing he's got great boxing he uses his length very well uh richard yeah. perez is a boxing coach you know and the two of them have literally he, he's, he's like a father figure to him um, and obviously you got the Nick Diaz army as well, and all that, all that kind of stuff. Like, but like Leon is from the tough streets. Like he is from the streets of Birmingham. Like he's been involved in knife crimes, all of that. Like he's seen stuff. So it's not like as if it's a shriek and violence you're going in against. Um, but look, it's just it's a fantastic fight. It's absolutely it's box office stuff. Like yeah, yeah. Um, and we haven't even gotten to the co-main event yet. No, another rematch from two fifty. Rematch in two fifty six, an unbelievable right. fight to end oh. the year last year. Oh. Uh, Figueredo Moreno. I yes. think I'm gonna I'm gonna make a big big statement here. I oh. think Figueredo oh. finishes this in the first round on the basis that the three week turnaround while he did it didn't it wasn't too. No, I know both of them had to do it, but yeah. I think Moreno was better equipped to handle it. I don't think Figueredo was. And I think that this this little mm. break now is going to be to his benefit. And he is mm. going to come out here. He's going to murder Brandon Moreno on Saturday night. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was mulling this one. This is the one I struggled with the most for a decision. And I'm going to get okay. you to go with your decision first because <laughs> I'm going to deflect off to you before I make a call on this. Um but yeah, yeah, no, I I do agree with you. The more I think of it, I was leaning up upset here. I really was. Okay. I, I've I've a feeling there's I was the two title fights that we do have. I just I can't get away from an, an upset in one of them. I'm not sure which one okay. though. But the more I do think of it, the more I'm inclined to agree with you because I, I don't think I don't think it'll be a first round finish because that Mexican toughness of Moreno is just, you know, we all know from years of boxers and and Every sort of form of fighting with the Mexicans, they are just next level toughness. Um, but I do agree, like Figueroa had a very, very bad cut that night. Um, his his uh, his team came out and basically said that he almost didn't make it and had to push through. Yeah. So, so for him to go the five full rounds, and don't forget there was a, a points deduction for a low blow against Figueroa yeah. that brought it to a draw. Um, Apparently, from from reports of every all of his opponents, he hits extremely hard. Yet Moreno said he didn't really. So yeah, you know, like there's just so much. There's so much at play. Like this is an absolutely fantastic, fantastic. Fight. I'm so happy that the UFC kept the flyweight division around. Um, you know, and Figueredo has just been the absolute perfect champion in the in the weight class. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Give me, give me more information on your side, Keith. I, uh, I'm stuck here. I, I think. Listen, I, 
completely agree with you. I I've always been a bigger fan of the the smaller weight yeah. classes. I, yeah. I I don't like the heavyweights and the middleweights of the world. Although I do like Adesanya, we'll talk about him later. Yeah, but yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. liked the kind of the, the featherweight down. I've always found yeah. that kind of like quick paced fighting for use of a better term. Yeah. That's how yeah. how I kind of look at it. I think this and um Figueroa is an unbelievable champion. He's a he is a beast. He oh, I think yeah. he could probably I could put he you could put him in against Volkanovski and you would think well that's probably a fair enough fight almost and yeah. um, i think moreno was great boxing um i think that he was able to stop figueredo at source in the sense that figueredo is a big guy and i think yeah. what figueredo does is he almost like bullies people sometimes when he, when they're fighting them yeah, like yeah. he makes yeah. them know that he's the bigger man and i don't think moreno allowed that the first time and moreno kept coming back at him and then once he kind of earned that sort of respect that they talk about, Moreno wasn't shy in popping off shots at all. No, and, no. you know, like, yes, it was a majority draw, but, like, on another night, that you know the way the scorecards are in UFC and, and in all kind of, like, combat sports, they go either way. But I think Moreno has the tools to take down Figueredo. I just think that the six-month break is going to benefit Figueredo. And he's really, really annoyed at everything that moreno is saying oh, yeah. so he, yeah, he's yeah. gonna come in like he is the, the you know the god of war as he's known as so like he is gonna co- <laughs> he, he's gonna come in like and he is just gonna to want to rip this kid's head off yeah no i i think you're right um i do i do i do agree with you um but i think this there's, there's, moreno reminds me a little bit of the diaz the mentality of like yes he's from that same court yeah yeah he plays the kind of the Egypt and you know the smiley guy but then he switches when he gets into that it's just boom into kill mode and he just he really I he really really impressed me I I remember watching him years ago on the ultimate fighter and he 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 actually was released from the UFC and you know he's got a big family and and, you know he's he's a likable character I I I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you I love Figueredo as well I think he's box office i really do um but there's just something about moreno that sucks me in like he's unbeaten in the ufc since he's returned in 2019 uh which is no mean feat and he's fought some of the top top guys in the kai tara france in that in in that division and i just think the one little thing that just keeps coming back to me is that like and obviously i know figure out his his wake up wasn't great short notice for both of them etc etc but the fact that Moreno took those shots, like took the best of Figueroa's shots, I think that has to play a little bit of a role just in the back of, of uh, Davison's head that, Jesus, I landed, like when I land these shots and everybody else, they just fall and this guy is still here in front of me. Yeah. No, Having that's, said that's that, though, yeah, I, 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 I do think, though, Oh, go on! You, 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 you make a prediction first. I'm still. Oh, I don't know. I think. Listen, the we seen in December at two fifty six that the apex was alive with noise, and there was about a hundred people yeah. in that room yeah. max. What is ten thousand plus yeah. in Arizona this weekend going to add to this? If it's yeah. half as good as that, like. Yeah. It's going to be. It is going to be an unbelievable fight. I think Moreno has all the tools to take down Figueredo because he actually he he dropped him as well a couple of times. Like you know, he wasn't afraid to kind of get down and wrestle with him either. Um, Do you know? Like he he is going to like stand and he is going to deliver and he's going to take it on Mm -hmm. the chin. He's going to give it back. Having said that, I still go back to what I said. I think that 
Moreno was better equipped to handle the three-week turnaround than Figueredo. And I yeah, think I that think the six-month gap is going to benefit Figueredo more so. And I do think that he's going to come in and he's going to make a big, big statement. I think it'll be done by the end of the second round. I would not be surprised if it's done in the first one. Yeah, you've given me not to chew on there, but like I, I I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a call. I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Figueredo. I think I think it might go five rounds. See the thing that I'm thinking is that Figueredo has had issues with the weight cut. And yeah. that to me is a major thing, especially the lower divisions, you know, because agreed. Two, three pounds to cut down there. Like if you see him Figueredo, if you look at his physique. He's not cutting fast, like he's not. Um, so you know, like that has to. You can see it in him; it absolutely kills him to make that weight. I, 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 I I'm going to go with Figueredo. I think, I think if he does win it, it, ha- it, it has to be by a finish. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm holding judgment back a little bit until I see what the weight cuts are like and what they look like on the scales. Do you know? What the, I, I think if we're looking for an upset, this is the fight to look for out of out of the two title fights. I would this agree with one, that, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and I just think the weight cut plays such a massive factor in this fight. I am gonna to lean towards Figueredo for now with an asterisk beside it, but obviously weight cut dependent. I just want to mention one character that if you if people are tuning in during the week to the embeddeds and the countdowns and stuff. Uh, Figueredo's manager Walid Islam, absolute bonkers character. He's worth <laughs> the admission alone to listen to him speak. Honestly, the guy is fantastic. So, if you get a chance to see him at any point during the week, tune in. Yeah, listen, it's going to be a really, really good, good fight one way or another. And I think, ah, like, I kind of, there's a feeling almost as we're talking of like what we were saying for 262, where like we don't mind. Who, which of them wins? Do you yeah. know? Like, we'd be happy yeah. to see either of them as champion. But listen, let's get on. Main event Israel Adesanya, Marvin Vittori. Rematch, third rematch, as you say, yeah. on, on the yeah. card. Yeah. Um, the Vittori nonce, as I want to kind of half call it, this kind of <laughs> renaissance of the guy. Um, he, this all kind of stemmed for him a little bit, taking that short notice fight against Hermanson. Taking yeah. that W kind of really, you know, kind of blew him up the rankings. Then obviously had that short notice fight against Big yeah. Mount Kevin Holland, yeah. smothered him for 25 minutes. Robert Whitaker couldn't take the fight, and so he's the next man in line. What's your initial thoughts on Adesanya Vittori? Yeah, it's an interesting fight. Obviously, as we say, it's it's a rematch. And before Adesanya's loss to Jan. This easily was Adesanya's toughest uh, assignment in the UFC. Very, very. I actually, I remember, I remember watching the the first time, and as the fight went a little longer, Vittoria was beginning to just take over a little with the wrestling in particular. Now the big thing in this is obviously Adesanya coming back in after his first loss in his MMA career ever. That's that's a huge psychological blow to have to deal with. Especially going in against a guy that they hate each other. They absolutely they hate do. each other. They really do. They really do. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure now on Adesanya. He's outside of 
Connor probably the biggest star at the moment in the UFC. Would that be fair to say? He's up there anyway. It depends. I think there's different ways of, of classifying what your what your star is, but he's definitely top five when you think of the UFC. I, yeah, I, 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 as I mean, yeah. So I should I should clarify. I think a guy that transcends his sport, like the guy's got a Puma deal, like a multi million dollar Puma deal, <laughs> and and backs it up though as well. You know what I mean? He backs it he up. He does. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Again, there's a lot to break down because the rematch, you know, it just brings such a different thing to the table. Um, and they always say there's that fear of when you've beaten the guy the first time that you can't beat him better a second time. You know, he can really go down. But the Adesanya performance the first time, it's debatable. I did think he won it, but Vittori's adamant he won. So, Which you yeah. would do. Of course, you know you. You know you're not going to say, "Oh, I definitely lost that fight." Yeah. You know you're not you're not going to do that. I think Especially, that. Yeah. Um, I I want to ask. So obviously, as you say, as you've alluded, to, he's coming off his first loss. Is there a lot that Fatori can take from what Jan did, and bring that into this? Absolutely, of course there is. Um, Particularly, you, you mentioned the, the Kevin Holland fight. Kevin Holland is Adesanya light in in he a lot is. of you know it's yeah. he's similar. I I don't I think Adesanya is a level or two above. I, I do believe that if Holland and Adesanya were ever to face off, I think Adesanya would absolutely school him. But there's there's a blueprint there now between what Jan did to Adesanya and how. Vittori actually has fought in his last fight, two fights, two fights even. He grounded out, grinded it down, made it dirty, made it, you know, tough, not nice to be in. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, a, it's a fight. It's never going to be nice to be in, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he, he got him up against the cage. He just, he's a very, very angry, intense man. Um, and I just think that's what we're going to see. Like I, I had, I took a few notes earlier, and one of the things I actually uh, was really interested in is, is the uh, the corners. It's Eugene Behrman against uh, Rafael Cordero, two master technicians breaking down fights, and and you know that's going to be a massive, massive role in it as well. But is there anything that's jumping to your mind off the page that maybe I might have missed? I mean, like, it's very hard to not, like, look at Izzy and, you know, kind of wax lyrical about the greatness of everything yeah. that he does. Um, yeah. You know, like, the man is, like, he he has, like, superb accuracy with yeah. what he does. Do you know, accuracy, ac accuracy is a word that kind of comes to my mind when I think of Israel Adesanya. Um, yeah. I think that Fatori almost feels to me like... The sort of guy, and I mean this with respect to the guy, but he knows what he's good at and he yeah. won't get into anything else around yeah. that. And I yeah. think he's going to stick to a very kind of, I don't want to say limited game plan against Adesanya, but I think that, you know, I think it's going to be, it's going to be wrestling heavy. It's going yeah. to be closing kind of space down. I think it's yeah. going to be kind of like being in his face, not kind of letting him have that kind of reach and range. I think that's kind of where like Vittori's going to come from in this fight. I think Adesanya, you know, he he can pick off guys. You know, he yeah. can pick angles, he can pick yeah. shots. Um, like 
he's he's a kickboxer. Like that's a beautiful weapon to have in, literally in in your feet. Um, I just think that there's. I think it's a rough night for Vittori, if I'm being honest with you, because I know like it's a rematch and I know like it was close the first time, but they're two like completely different fighters now. They are, yeah, they are. That's that's a fair fair call. Like I think Vittori definitely has improved, but I think Adesanya has improved again. He's think, next yeah, leveled, leveled. Yeah, do you know? Yeah, yeah, Whatever yeah. the level was, he next leveled yeah. that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like he's in that um X factor group of strikers yeah. in UFC history, like he really is. Um, as I said, I just keep coming back to the first loss, how he handles it. I think again, he's another guy that seems mentally bulletproof. Um, and the only thing that it, it kind of comes back to it reminds me a little bit of the Paulo Costa fight, in that it's quite personal and when things seem to get personal for Adesanya, he's almost like. Connor in a way, and I don't want to keep mentioning Connor, but in that mold of that he can use that as fuel to really put on an exhibition, like he can mess with someone's mind and be fine and actually, you know what, use it to let, as you say, level up. But the other guy is in a knot, and I just think Vittori is made for him that he's going to come charging in like a big Italian bull, looking for blood, and get picked off. The only thing is, I'm saying about. Cordero, Cordero, they, they call him Master Cordero because they, they, they treat him with so much respect. He's Kevin Gastelum's head coach as well, and he's really improved him. If Cordero can keep that raging bull disciplined and on point, it's a tough night for Adesanya. I think the size factor is another thing. The fact that they're, they're basically the same size, whereas when Blahovic got Adesanya down. It was sheer weight that, that kept him down. Um, yeah. I, I, wor- I worry a little bit what I've seen from Adesanya down there, though. Like he was obviously, you know, fighting up a, a weight class, but he didn't show any even technique to try and get up. He tried to power his way out, which is not what you want to see. If you see a champion down on the mat, you want to see him at least show good technique good strong guard we didn't see any of that we've just kind of seen him accept the position and try and wait the round out so if Vittori can get him down and hold him down it's going to be a long long night I don't see it happening though <laughs> to be honest no. no I don't I think listen and it's nothing against Vittori again you know I think that he is a fighter that has come on leaps and bounds in the last while. Um, and, you know, we've been talking about this kind of idea of leveling up and he has leveled up. You know, you yeah, don't yeah. get to these situations and, and opportunities if the top brass don't think that you have it in you. Um, yeah. I just think that with all being said, that regardless of, you know, the loss, like Izzy seems like a guy who, you know, just kind of like he'd wake up the next morning and he'd be just sort of like, well, that happened and yeah. we go again. And I think again. that I think he's almost going to the loss at 205 is going to make him want to be the king of 185 just that little bit more to be like, yeah. this is my division. Don't don't you think now that yeah. you've got an you've got an in now. Like yeah, I own yeah, I own this yeah. division. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that there's there's too many weapons. There's really too yeah. many weapons. And I don't see 
other than smothering them where Vittori yeah. can kind of yeah, win yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, listen, that's obviously not the technical term for it. No, yeah, I know. But, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I'm going for an Adesanya victory. I think he finishes him. I think Vittori's toughness handles at least four rounds, though. But I think after a while, much like what happened with... I, I, think, he's a, I, I think he's better pre- equipped to handle it than Costa was. But having yeah, said yeah, that, I... Fair, yeah. They'll don't think that he reaches the bell at the end of the fifth round. And I think Adesanya defense. Yeah, I think the same. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, you know, I think as you said, like with Vittori, he's the type of fighter that has absolutely squeezed every last inch of improvement that he can out of himself. And he's probably in this title fight, not not on merit. I think it's probably a little harsh to say that, but the cards have fallen kindly for him. Yeah, if, if yeah. that makes sense. There's a there's um, a lane that's open and he's gone right through it. Well, it's the old it's a, the old saying that they always say about Dana White in the UFC. The more you say yes, the more the UFC are likely to look after you and give you these chances. And yeah. he said yes every time, done his job, and got himself here. He's he has earned it, but you know, I, he's not he's not Robert Whitaker. Let's put it that way. No. Um, and yeah, I agree. As I said, look, if he can keep that mad intensity that he has for five rounds, it's a tough night for Adesanya. But I just see Adesanya messing with him constantly all week, getting into his head. You know, like they did it, they had a, 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 an interview there yesterday. <laughs> Adesanya burped in the middle of the interview and Vittori just lost it so you know if he's going to be doing that in an interview like the whole week of build up is going to be absolutely fascinating and yeah I, I, I agree I, I think I think Vittori's toughness we get so far but I think is he finished him inside three rounds to be honest I just think he picks okay. him off picks him off and finishes him off inside three rounds fair enough so we are we are looking at a defense for Adesanya. We are looking at a defense for Figueredo. But we are a bit, we're yeah. a bit, yeah. we're, we're 50, yeah. 51 49. Yeah. I don't know. We're charging, we're currently charging. We are, uh, we're split on the, the Edwards Diaz fight. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that kind of the chips lay down on that one on Sunday morning, our time. But listen, I think that's going to wrap up and end our preview ufc 263 live from arizona this weekend live on bt sport kyle see you sec yeah as usual uh follows on youtube at the opening pair keats on kate kilduff media i'm on at kyle gavin 23 on all the socials uh yeah please just like subscribe share comment whatever it is get involved and hopefully enjoy the card it's lined up to be absolutely fantastic Definitely. Once again, as to double down on what Kyle said, do like, do subscribe, yeah. do, do comment, do all the things, and we'll see you back next week on our next show. Take care, everybody. Thanks, everyone.